Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Matt. Hello, dear. <laughs> my dear Forrest, how are you, my oh, friend? How are you? I'm all right, Manny boy. Oh, what a weekend. What a weekend. It's been, it's been uh, uh, quite the weekend, hasn't it? It has indeed, mate. It's been an absolute, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Dear listener, um, welcome to another podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Um, if you have, we're just going to go ahead and straight straight away because we need to talk about the experience that was Friday night. So we, uh, Forrest, what, you tell us what happened because it was your day, mate. <laughs> oh, no. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> so my, my partner uh, and my mum, not the same person. That'd be weird. Okay. Um, uh, Generated, created, made a surprise birthday for me. Birthday yeah, surprise party for me um, on Friday night. And uh, Matt was there in two capacities mm. as a friend, but mm. also part of the wonderful band Jam Jar. Oh. Um, big shout out to Jam Jar. <laughs> <laughs> we um, went ahead and learnt some Robbie songs now uh, and, I'll, and I'll be honest here Forrest you know those Robbie songs that we learnt for you yeah apart from let me entertain you yeah we have never played those songs in front of each other <laughs> at all <laughs> so when you saw it Friday night and you heard that Friday night that was the first time we've ever played it as a band oh my god that was pure band practice it was live band practice but it sounded amazing mate it sounded Thanks, it was oh, I loved it Absolutely, it was it was amazing. Yeah, it was whole night of fun. Oh, like, you were beaming. You were smiling the whole time. Whole time. Friends and family were there. Like it was just a lovely night, wasn't it? It was just great. A- it was really lovely, and it was just surrounded by friends, your family, loved ones. You had some friends from drama school as well. Yeah. So yeah, one of our good friends, Adrian, came uh, from Paddy. Um, yeah, yeah. So literally came from France to come and ch- chill out with us. Like that's just absolutely, absolutely mental. Mad. Um, so yeah, like people far and wide, it was, it was awesome. It was absolutely, it was such a nice night, nice vibes. Didn't get too drunk. Unlike, uh, Soph, who got absolutely <laughs> annihilated. Um, pissed as a fart, basically. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I felt I felt all right the, the next day. You you couldn't. That was sad. You couldn't drink because you had another gig gig yeah. Saturday night, didn't you? We had another gig Saturday night as well, so I had to behave myself. But um, Saturday night was another really great gig. But like it was, we it was so late to the point that the, the um, bar closed, so I only got a few pints in. I didn't get yeah. too many at all. But um, yeah, we had a busy weekend, man, with with these gigs, with being at yeah. your party. That was amazing. Um, yeah. But like yeah. life's been cracking on, but we have had time. Oh. We have had time to watch a little bit of what if.
Yes, we have. Yes, yes we, we have. Oh, wow. Are we Honestly, first time I've ever seen it. Absolutely brilliant. Like, oh. it's glorious uh, for reasons we will go into. We will absolutely go into. Can I just say that your Don't Be a Hero podcast t-shirt is popping right now, my friend? It's, it's popping tonight, isn't it? Absolutely popping. That oh, looks, look at that hero. That looks amazing. Is that a new one? Is that the new, new one? No. No. no just so just you know, I, a dear, dear listener, we do have uh, a merch store now on Shopify. If you want to, I'll just shoehorn that in right now. Yeah. Has Did it gone you? well for you, though? Uh, it hasn't. <laughs> Still, so, okay. So, uh, but before I do plug something, like that is Shopify, dear listener. So, we just we are currently going through some kinks with Shopify. So don't go ahead and start ordering things now. We will sort it out. I basically am the guinea pig. I've ordered something. <laughs> it hasn't arrived. <laughs> and it was about two weeks ago. With so... It? Within five seconds, you've gone. We got a merch door. Don't use it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not sure you'll actually get what you want. To be fair, if you want a t-shirt, we'll bloody we'll get one printed. We can do it. We can do it. We can send it off. That's no that's no problem at all. We can do it all internally if we have to. But right now, Shopify is kind of like still kind of to TBC, <laughs> TBC. <laughs> but there's some good stuff on there. But hopefully, if the hat arrives in the next day or so. Then I'll be more confident, but I haven't heard anything. Um, yeah, so Jeez. screw it. If anybody knows out there, if you're a content creator and you're listening right now on a podcast or if you've got a Shopify or any kind of thing like that, can you just like reach out to us? Because I have no idea how this works. Things have changed so much over the last few years. I used to have uh, a little merch store for when I was doing YouTube, right? Mm. And then, <laughs> And then I had like Spreadshirt and that was it. Boom, you put your stuff up and it's done. Mm. Easy peasy. But this is quite complicated. Shopify, if you're listening to Shopify, you are yeah, yeah. confusing the frick out of me. I have no know, idea. Do you know what Shopify could do? What? Sim- simplify. Simplify. <laughs> simplify. Simplify. Shopify. Slimplify. Shopify. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about merch. We're not. We're here to talk about what if episodes yeah. one to four. Now, we're going to yeah. crack into it. Episode by episode, there are more things that I want to talk about in certain episodes, especially I'm so happy we finished at episode four because I've got to be honest now, and I'll say it right now, that is my favorite episode of the whole series. Um, and mm. I'll tell you for why later on. But, mate, what if first Which thoughts, episode did you say? Which your favorite? Four. Four. Okay. Four. Non-Doctor right. Strange. All right. Um, okay. Um, but give me your initial thoughts, mate. You've never seen it. Go. Uh, I've never seen it. Absolutely. Amazing. Just visually. So what I've got over the last few years, so cut, like anime, animation for me isn't something I n- naturally gravitate to. No, you've said this before. Yeah. I've, I've said it, you know, and then we saw, uh, I saw the first um, Spider-Man uh, into the um, Spider-Verse. Yep. Yeah, into and then across and then beyond isn't it yeah so into the spider-verse and thoroughly enjoyed myself with that i thought that was brilliant really really good uh and then again like more animation with it this is absolutely like it's it's just brilliant like the look of it is really cool the style's really cool um the stories are, are genuinely interesting um short and concise i think mm-hmm. was another thing i really like liked about this um also uh and i do want to get this in there 
uh, is that this, so what if, needs to be a Telltale series. Have you ever played a Telltale game? Have I ever played a Telltale game? Mate, they, they, they fucking ruined my life. When I was, uh, was it about 2014? I think the first one came out, 2013, around that era. Um, yeah, the yeah. first Walking Dead. Yes. Season one of Telltale. Oh. With, <laughs> with oh, um, Cleo. Uh, Cleo. Clementine. Not Clementine. 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 Oh, Clementine. Oh, <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was so heart wrenching. And like being oh. in, and like, that was one of those games where you were like in charge mm. of really of the narrative of what was going in front of you and how it was unfolding. Yeah. I, I actually this agree. needs to be yeah. it's it's yeah. almost exactly the same visual style anyway right so you're lifting it off the off the you know thing and, and job done but also what if let kind of lends itself to you decide what happens in the story because yeah. they can uh, it what a thing to create a game out of because mm. they can go right so you know okay what if T'Challa became a Star Lord but you can guide T'Challa T'Challa's journey as a Star Lord because none That's of these cool. none of these stories exist exist anyway within the the main MCU Telltale can be far more you know uh, flexible with it they haven't got mm. to worry about you know following a, a, a linear path. Mate, absolutely, absolutely. I think they should absolutely do that. I, um, in terms of my initial thoughts for the first four episodes, um, I I think it's great that there's shorter episodes. They're about 30 minutes, 35 minutes, thereabouts per episode. I think there are certain concepts that needed longer, I think, mm. in terms of telling the narrative. Um, particularly with the first one, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But I think oh, on the whole, um, the pacing's great. On, on the whole, the, the, the animation's fantastic. It's crisp. It's it's just so incredibly watchable. The the, the quality of that animation is fantastic. Um, the way it's composed, it's very cinematic as well. And this is the other thing. It's not just like, you know, a TV show with a TV show budget, you can see a lot of time has gone into this show and continue to as well, because we've got another series that's coming out as well very soon of What If. Um, you can tell it's been beloved, it's been cherished, it's been used with with joy and for us as a fan base to see different ideas and different ways that other universes are happening. And what I love is in the beginning, and I didn't realise this, I put a story up on our, our Instagram page, uh, I think it was last week, uh, and I just so just by chance to see this, um, the uh, the Watcher. So when it starts with the Watcher in episode one, it goes through actually every episode, every episode. He says, "I am the Watcher of these vast new realities, new realities," which is kind of referencing to the fact that we are watching this post Loki, because Loki mm. in series one, at the end of the Loki series one. That's when all of these realities branch off, all these different timelines. Ah, yes. These vast new realities. So the watcher is going Ooh. immediately from the offset, going, "Hey, look, yeah, welcome. This is all. This is the oh huge multiverse that we can now explore. You know, thanks to Loki, not thanks to Loki equally, but like we mm. have now opened up the multiverse. Let me be your guide. Yes. 
Isn't that amazing? I love that. That's amazing. And there are lots of little things, like lots of trivia-ridden uh, things in oh, these yeah. episodes. Um, Jeffrey Wright, straight from the off, if we're talking about The Watcher, like brilliant voice for The Watcher. Um, he, he was also fantastic in... Um, oh, I had the name off the top of my head, and now I absolutely don't. It's going to really irritate me. Um, he oh, was... he's he's um Commissioner Gordon, isn't he? In yeah, Batman. yes, he's he's Commissioner Gordon, but not the program I'm thinking of. You think about Westworld? Yes, thank yeah. you. I still can't find it anywhere on his page. What the fuck? Um, yeah, Westworld uh, is brilliant. It, it, Westworld it goes in a bad place. Like it, it, it kind of starts really well, and then it kind of goes, "What the hell is going on?" But his mm. character in it. Is, is brilliant and very much of that, you know, I can really see him being the Watcher watcher character. Uh-huh. Uh, and to be honest, I'd really like a live action version of that as well. Uh-huh. I want to see him as the as the Watcher in, in live action, for sure. Oh, mate, so, he's a brilliant actor as well. And this is the other thing, like, it's what's been really great to see is predominantly most of the cast, original cast, are actual Avengers, our heroes, mm-hmm. our villains actually do come back and do the voices for these characters, these beloved characters that we get to sort of see in different universes. I think that's a testament to this series. You know, you've got all these, you could have had quite uh, quite easily a situation where, oh yeah, Kevin Feige, K-Dog's gone, yeah, we're going to do this animated series, it's called What If, we're looking at different, you know, the realities of the MCU now. Um, yeah, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, um, Paul Rudd, uh, guys, are you all up for this? They could have easily just said no. Yeah. Easily. Some of them did, and I think Chris Evans is one that didn't come back for it. Yes. Um, there's a few others out there, I think. Robert Downey Jr., obviously. Yeah, yeah, of that. course. Um, um, yeah, there was quite a yeah. few, but it was amazing how many did. Yeah. Absolutely was amazing how many did. And even when you've got not got uh, the same voices in certain places, um, the the voices that do kind of take those characters are, mm. are great, are really, really mm. good. 100%. Um, are amazing. So I reckon let's get stuck in. Let's go. let's go. Let's right, go. so... Um, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Oh my God! What was that? Oh, what did you what, just do? Who was there? Oh. So I one think of the new kit, mate. Oh, I, I, I have, Matt. It's not. Oh, fantastic! I'm so glad you've asked. How did you not know? Um, I have no I've idea. got yeah, my um. Part of my birthday celebrations last week. Uh, I got a new microphone. Hence why it looks mm. a little bit different. Um, and I also got uh, a new mixer, um, courtesy of my sister. Uh, so thank you, India. Big shout out to you and her partner, Brett. Um, um, yeah, So and they got me some new kit. So now I can I can go funky with it. So... <laughs> oh, my God, that's horrible. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Dear, dear listener, I'm so sorry for that. What did that say? <laughs> Somebody's probably driving a car right now and just derailed. Got fucking hell for us. Um, or um, actually, you like this one, though, didn't you? With the um, uh, I can sing high. <laughs> I love it. You got more. Oh, there you go. Check oh, that out. I'm jealous. Oh, mate, you are. Well, you know, you're, you're you have to. 
invest in this ridiculous I, amount of kit. I feel like only I've only just like caught up with you in terms yeah. of like the tech and the the stuff. Like, it took me ages to get this microphone when we started the podcast a year ago. Yeah, yeah a year ago. We're in our second year now. Boom. Um, but yeah, like yeah. Okay, well, mate, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I am yeah. jealous. Oh, mate, it's. Yeah. I'm it's... so happy for you. <laughs> I'm so I could not be happier. Um, but yes, what if Captain what Carter if? were the first Avenger? Thoughts, yes. Matt, hit me thoughts, up. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. Um, a great episode on the whole. I think um, it's uh, for me. I, I when I watched it, I was very tired. I did accidentally fall asleep um, through most of it, but. That's got. I, I don't want that to be a detriment <laughs> to the episode. And I was very tired. What a um, review! <laughs> five out it. of five. That's it. Um, I think introducing the concept of Captain Carter was hugely successful, and it obviously rippled then into Multiverse of Madness. I don't know whether that was always in the pipeline. I wonder whether they were waiting um, for the reception for Captain Carter. But I think the introduction of Captain Carter, what I didn't like was mm. that I think they condensed the narrative of her origin into 35 minutes, which was too short. I think it needed a little bit. There was so much time jumping. There was so much going on. It just needed a little bit more fleshing, fleshing out because it is effectively an origin story, isn't it? With our other heroes that we meet, we meet T'Challa later as Star-Lord, we meet um uh, supreme doctor doctor strange these are all characters that we know they're all characters that we understand and what their powers are captain carter is a brand new origin story fair enough it's kind of effectively captain america but like we need to learn a little bit more about what that is and how that happens and it just happens really really quickly and really really suddenly i do like how it happens i think in terms of the fact that so we see captain carter um uh, deciding the, the kind of first moment is when it shifts in the universe. I think the watcher goes, this is where it sh- changes, but she actually decides not to go into the viewing area. She stays with Cap, um, well, with Steve Rogers then, um, in the in the kind of laboratory area. And that's where it all goes wrong. And then they're kind of, the uh, spy goes to shoot and he shoots uh, Steve Rogers instead. And they everything was starting to blow up. She decides to go into the chamber and then becomes the first super soldier. Now, great, fine, brilliant. I think in terms of just the way it all kind of plays out, it's all just very quick, very sudden. Um, and it's just, and all we see is a carbon copy of the actual narrative played out just by somebody else. That's what I'm going to say. I think it's a strange choice for the first episode. I think I, yeah. probably, I might have enjoyed it a little bit more if it was like episode two or three, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can, I can see where you're coming from. Um, I also, by the way, I'm just going to put a quick disclaimer in. Uh, the cat is scratching at the door, so if there's loud scratching noises, I promise I have not kidnapped anybody. They're not Sophie, going in the Sophie, house. Sophie, are you okay? Oh, oh my god! Um, <laughs> it is our cat. It's going absolutely like rabid at the door. At uh, the door. Uh, but yes, uh, no. I, I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, I think it was really strong. Um, I really like Steve in the Hydra Stomper. I think that, you know, is oh, yeah, yeah, super yeah. impressive with the Hydra Stomper. Um, so is that I, technically Mark 1? Is that is that the first yeah. Iron Man suit? Potentially. Because it is very much reminiscent of Mark 1, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't You, you know, I didn't even think of that. Mm. Of course it is. It's got to be. Um, but the... I... 
I think with this episode, the only thing I would say is that it, it is the least different. Or, yeah. You know, it's it, it it follows its own path, but yeah. you still got Bucky Barnes. You've still got yeah. you still got everything you you could have known. So it's a bit like it does it does feel a little bit of a cheap first episode where you're kind of like, well, surely you, you as as a viewer you want to put me into the reason why we've got a what what if series, right? Hmm. So you want to go for something like the the episode three where the Avengers die, or you know what I mean? It's hmm. it's. Why would you? So it was, I find it in that in that view, I, I find it strange. Um, yeah. But the but also I just one thing that I found so cool. So um, does the name Bradley Whitford come to your mind at all? No. So Bradley Whitford played Flynn in this episode. Now, uh, Flynn is the guy who um, doesn't really believe that a female should. should oh, is he be... the military guy? Yeah, the military. Oh, so... I know. Is that that's um? Oh, I know. It's thingy from Handmaid's Tale. Yes, it yes. is absolutely Joseph Lawrence in oh, Handmaid's oh my Tale. God. And I, I, when he when he when he said his first line, I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice, and it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And 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 I thought the parallels between the two characters was quite eerie as well because he's basically playing, yeah. a, you know, yeah. in the, the what would be the early the early years of Handmaid's Tale just before yeah, yeah. It, you know Gilead kicks off. So yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, it was mad, absolutely mad. So um, that I found that really kind of spooky the resemblance there. Um, it's yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's. Um, I'll put Peggy sacrifices. Are we being are we being too nice about saying you really enjoyed it? I no, I really did enjoy it. Okay, because this was a fresh (laughs) perspective when I came into it. Right, it's a little visual thing here. Okay, but I'll show you my notes. Yeah, I've got episode one, two, three, and four. Okay, in notes. Mm. This this is episode one. All right, I've just got. Brightness. Oh yeah. Oh one one line. You did fall asleep during it, Matt though. I'm and gonna be honest. Yeah, I did, but it does just say Captain Car and Meh. <laughs> oh Peggy. Peggy's absolutely having an insane. Let, let, let me in first. We're part of the podcast, man. Please. Oh, Peggy. Let, scratch, let scratch, me scratch, in, Peggy. please. Please get him in. Um, um I I, yeah. I, do, I think it's just I just think it was a good introduction to Captain Carter. I just felt like it was a little bit shortchanged with the narrative and the fact that it was just a carbon copy of the first Avenger um, and all the events that happened in the first Avenger were the same. <laughs> like it, it just, it was just with Captain Carter. Um, and for that reason, I would just immediately say it was a good introduction. It was a good origin story for her. However, I'd be more than happy to move to the next episode because there's so much to talk about for the next three. There, there is, there is. I, I, um, I can't wait. We, we got something big. We're going to collide big time later on. That's all I'm going to say. So, you don't like episode four, do you? I, it's my weakest okay, of the okay, four let's episodes. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's <laughs> it's wait. the weakest. Of I, the four. I've got so um, much to say. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. T'Challa became a Star-Lord. That's the next one. Yeah. So this one, I really intrigued by this one. So I thought this was quite a, this is quite out there for me. Like, uh, yeah, I was was very, initially I was very much like, why? (laughs) What, you know, what, 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 you know, what is this looking at? Um, I also got really confused because I didn't realise the time jumping when we saw, um, we see T'Challa in Wakanda quite early on in the episode and it's Mm. young T'Challa, right? And he must little baby T'Challa. Little baby T'Challa. And he's talking to his dad. Yep. I totally didn't get that. I thought we were looking at T'Challa talking to God knows who. <laughs> and I was literally like, I was like, so what? So T'Challa, because I thought that would add quite a cool element, actually. Yeah. Because, and, and to be fair, it does happen by the end because he gets reunited, blah, 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 right? But I actually quite like that element that he, you know, he is a guardian, but then he just, he just goes well, home he's not. He he's not him. a guardian, is he? Well, he's not. He's not a guardian. He's a ravager. He is a ravager. Because a guardian. the, the guardians in in this technically weren't established at all. It was just the ravagers, and then and that's that's what they, that's how they became. You know, part of the kind of ravager group. But um, I I really enjoyed this episode. I think it was a really great concept. Mm. Oh, Peggy. Peggy, Peggy's now in the room. She's in, and, she, and she's still scratching at the floor. I'm like, <laughs> she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah, she she's getting it. all the attention of this podcast. She's going, I know he's talking about me. <laughs> I know, I know you're talking about me, man. You got well, distracted. I love um, it. You're, you're doing your Trump face while she do that. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. Um, guys, you're I'm... talking about me. It's fantastic. <laughs> I can't do a Trump accent. I really, I'm really upset about how the fact that I can do all these other crappy ones, but yeah. then I can't do a crappy decent Trump accent. Anyway, uh, um, we I'm <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I just kind of like sighed out of like absolute <laughs> desperate like sorrow. I was like, oh, anyway, um, we saw yeah, child, child T'Challa. He throws a massive spear arrow and he goes outside of the parameters that is Wakanda uh, mm. and he gets found by Yondu um, and mm. <laughs> somehow <laughs> somehow they just uh, abduct the wrong person they did have orders to mm. abduct Peter Quill and then they go oh no you got the wrong person got the wrong person there 
And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's use him. And then that was that. I don't know if that's enough of a reason. A bit eggy, isn't it? It's a, a bit little eggy. bit eggy of a reason. but A little bit eggy, yeah. but they glance over it and they move on very quickly. Um, but, like, I think it's quite nice. We get to see a different side of T'Challa, a more kind of confident, adventurous, I say confident, a more egotistical, adventurous um, version. There's kind of like Peter Quill-isms that kind of merge into... Um, uh, T'Challa, or maybe kind of Star Lord isms into T'Challa, and then you know mm. T'Challa now becomes Star Lord in this. Um, I thought there was going to be moments where we were we were going to see some sort of like Star Lord Black Panther outfit mm. happen at some point, or we didn't get the payoff. Um, no. I think it was at the bit where he discovered when he was on uh, on nowhere with the collectors area. And mm. they found his Wakandan ship, and he went inside. I thought there was yes. going to be an outfit there for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there wasn't. But like, I just, I really, really enjoyed the idea. I really enjoyed the idea. He joins the Ravengers. Thanos does his. Thanos glorious... is back. It's amazing. He does his glorious purpose, and then yeah. just goes, "Oh, actually, I've done what I needed to do. I'm just gonna chill out. I've heard that his Ravengers here. I'm just gonna." team with these guys and he tells all these stories when he's out there drinking and everyone's going i'm pretty sure that's mass genocide and he's like no, it wasn't. it's just balance it's, it's you know it's random people just random genocide i don't you know yeah. you know it's i, I it's, re- it's a really interesting take and i was really immediately taken by it. i was like oh okay cool and actually i forgot the theme so it's the second time of me watching it i completely forgot that thanos was part of the ramages at this bit and he plays this kind of more endearing. He's not good. He's still not, you know, bad. But like, mm. um, it's is there's this weird kind of balance that we're kind of mixing with him. But it's funny. It's Hulk-like as well. He has Hulk-like moments. Um, you get Nebula, like doled up Nebula. Nebula's about yeah, yeah. She's doled up Nebula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the yeah, Nebula. Um, we get Drax, who's not Bapt- uh, Bolt- uh, Baptista. It's not Baptista. Baptista. <laughs> Fucking hell. Baptista. Baptista. Dave Baptista. Um, she's the only one that I really kind of listen. I went, Christ, that's a very that's different him, voice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's one yeah. of the very few that I went, Fucking hell. That is not oh, yeah. Uh Ooh. Um, but yes, I, yeah, I really liked the gang. Uh, I, I think they kind of, they could have, we could have had more Thanos and the collector. Yeah. I would have liked a bit Gamora? more Thanos and the collector. Where is Gamora in it? Yes. Where is Gamora? Now, must be a reason. When, where do we get Gamora in the original Guardians? Isn't she, well, she's, she's part of Nebula and, and, and the kind of glorious purpose of getting the, the oh. stones. It's how they originally meet. But like she just isn't in it. <laughs> I bet there's a bit of like hardcore trivia there. I bet because she's dead, there's a like maybe hmm. she never, maybe she was, maybe she was never to be, maybe she was never adopted, maybe she was never oh, taken, maybe. maybe Thanos didn't go to that planet and didn't do the whole balancing knife bit, you know, with her, and then hmm. didn't and decided not to. Like maybe he just did, went somewhere else. You know, it's a different universe. Yeah. Maybe there is no Gamora in that universe. Um, yeah. Mm. Well, well, we were. Um, yes, so that that was good. But I, I really enjoyed the kind of plot of this one. It was mm-hmm. really good. Like going to the collector, 
Uh, they got to get the embers. Um, embers of Genesis. Embers of Genesis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and 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 you said about the kind of genocide comments and the, the kind of comedy, uh, and I thought that that was really good. Like throughout for all of these episodes, yeah. like I thought, what what if's quite good with the comedy. Howard uh, the Duck was featured quite nicely in a love, scene. Love a bit of Howard the Duck. Still, yeah. what I want a live action for Howard the Duck, and I don't know why they they they, mm. they keep alluding to him, and then and we don't get a full Howard the Duck. Yeah, that's true. Series or a film. I'm finding that very bizarre. Yeah. I don't know why we're not getting a film or a TV series. Speaking of not getting Gamora, I don't think we got uh, any sight of Shuri either. No. Now I I know this is my theory, so this isn't this isn't. I mean, I haven't seen anything about this, but I I think because of T'Challa going missing, mm. I think T'Chaka, um, uh, oh, and is the queen queen's name. Hmm. The Queen. And Angel is her real name's Angela, isn't it? Yeah. Angela Bassett, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right, so her. Um <laughs> they decide not to have another kid. Yes. Right? So they because T'Challa's missing, so they're too so traumatized over it, they decide not to have Shuri. So the Shuri never is to be because of the 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 fact that T'Challa uh... went missing. That's my theory. And as I was watching the episode, I was like, that must be the reason why I can't there's no Yeah. No Shuri. Um but um yeah, I I think um the you know the the premise of it is good. It's a clean cut, thirty minute, thirty I think it's a thirty three minutes I think um, mm. episode, and there's lots going on. I wanted to see a T'Chaka and um, a T'Challa and Star Lord Black Panther hybrid outfit. I wish we got it, but we didn't. Um, but there were some good fight sequences. Really good fight. Really good yeah. fight sequences. Um. Re- yeah, yeah. Just I re- really enjoyed it. Really good. Um, the and I liked Peter Quill meets Ego at the end. At the end, yeah. That, I love that cliffhanger. That's really cool. And it, yeah. and then the watch says, "Too bad this might spell uh, spell the end of the world." But that's a story for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? Um. Also, but then immediately it's then it's it's then cuts to a tribute, uh, a tribute to Chadwick Boseman because this was the last thing. That Chadwick mm. did as T'Challa, um, and that's it. Actually, was quite emotional because they they go they go from that moment straight to that next sad moment. Mm. But the, I don't know if you listen to the song. The song is absolutely so powerful. Yes, and 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 I actually put on here left uh, somber music at the end, and that must have been changed because of the tribute, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's that was so at odds. With the whole mm. episode, so they, you know, it was really respectful that they've kind of completely adjusted that last, yeah, you know, those end credits. Um, I feel like this all happened quite at the same time, so I think in terms of the release of What If and then the sad passing of Chadwick, kind mm. of happened quite soon after it was happened. It, it was all released, so I do feel like that this was, yeah, like you say, a sudden decision to change that into into a good tribute. It was a fitting tribute, and um, what a brilliant you know, last thing to do as well, because I think it shows such a wonderful different tone and a different side to the character of T'Challa. Um, mm. And I would have, and this is the thing, I, as an audience member, I want What If to be, I want to see more of that. Oh my God, wouldn't it be cool if we saw this happen with these characters? So after each episode, I want to make sure that I'm feeling like, oh my God, I want to see more, right? Yeah. And I really felt that with this episode. I wanted to see how Peter Quill and Ego meet in that cliffhanger, but equally what goes on 
with T'Challa, the Ravagers? Do we ever see the Guardians form? Mm. Um, like, could you imagine? Like, there's no Groot. Like, there's no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What would it be like if Thanos was a was a Guardian? Like, mad. But I, but with with most of these, they can do that, right? They can come back to it in in another yeah, season. There's no or, reason to. So there's no, you know, there is. Mm-hmm. I suppose ultimately it's 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 got to drive the main golden thread that's moving forward into the multiverse because ultimately you've got an infinite amount of of stories. Mm. But I but I think what you will see, I would be very surprised if in future series of what if is that you get so something completely irrelevant. So I'll be like, you know, what if Spider Man was an antelope? And then and then in the middle of that episode you would then get a cameo or a plot that links with another episode you've seen. Right. So you see, like, you know, because what, why not? Because they're different universes will link in different ways. And so, mm. you know, you could you could have, um, it's, you know, sadly you can't, so you can't have T'Challa, but you could have Captain Carter, for instance, as has, has appeared already in live action anyway, um, but you could have could have her rock up in a in a in a Spider Man. Yeah. So, I, I hope they I hope they did it. I hope, I hope we see well, that kind of thing. In the vast grand scheme of the multiverse, Captain Carter is Madame Web. Do you know what I mean? True that. It, it's happened. It's already out there. Um, episode three. What if? The world lost its mightiest heroes. The prep time for that <laughs> was much, much longer than I... The uh, execution, <laughs> though, was absolutely faultless. Oh, thank you so much, mate. That was... <laughs> I, I thought the Watcher was in my ears right then. Nick Fury struggles to launch the Avengers when candidates are targeted by a serial killer. Oh, my God. See, the thing is, I can't hear any of this. So oh, I don't when know. you listen to it back, you're going to be oh. like, man, I sound amazing. I've got to give them a little spin. I've got to give it a little spin. Right, yeah. So right. episode three is the concept of, uh, yeah, we lose our mightiest heroes. So their destiny is to form. However, in this universe, it never is to be. So we kind of start. I think it's at, it's at Iron Man two, yeah, yeah. Um, where and this is the other thing. I had no idea that Iron Man two, Hulk, the Hulk, Edward Norton's Hulk movie, mm. and Thor all happen in the same week. The stories yeah. happen in the same week. Like that was then that was explained. Yeah. Because we yeah. were playing through a timeline from Monday to Friday, and I think it is alluded to, isn't it, in the in the live actions? Because you, when I remember in Thor, when Mimia Mimi is Muni uh, is in the ground, and Agent Coulson does that phone call, and Nick Fury goes, "You know, I'm a little bit busy." It, 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 it tell I'm sure there's something where it kind of tells you where he is. 
like where in the country or it might yes. be coast yeah, 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 you know yeah, there was a thing a thing about where you you kind of learn where they are so then it lo- it goes right this you know nick fury is in this place and so it, you kind of alluded to it but you certainly didn't know all of them were in no and so. um, i i think the concept of this was great and i in, in mm. terms of again the story the way that it was played out I wanted to know more. I really want to see this as a live action. I just do so much. Yeah. There were so many great moments, especially for um, you know, Natasha Romanoff for Clint as well. Like it yeah, kind of yeah. felt like that they were the main two kind of like protagonists in this. And then they, you know, we so we eventually just kind of see effectively one by one the 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 Avengers trying to be recruited by Nick Fury, but at every given given moment they're then are effectively assassinated. Um, and we try not, and there, you know, Natasha's trying to figure out who's doing it, what's going on, and she then realizes that it's hope, hope, our last hope. As that kind of was then said through the phone when she was getting taken out, I was like, it can't be like hope, 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 can't be hope, hope, right? It can't be, hope. can't be like Hank Pym's daughter, hope, right? And then obviously, yeah, it was revealed. It's it was yeah, um, boom. Hank Pym, evil Hank Pym. The animation of evil Hank Pym was absolutely spot on. Mm. Those really? angry eyebrows were ridiculously long, and they were amazing. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was. I think I'm kind of the same as you, Matt. That I'd like to see it play out a bit longer. Yeah. I think this episode could have afforded to have been longer, yeah. uh, and would actually be great as a film. Um, what I really loved is you genuinely, genuinely didn't know who was doing this, and no. they kept it a surprise. I was slightly worried we were going to like with it before, like by the second death, we were going to know as an audience and the characters weren't. And I'm mm-hmm. really glad they didn't do that. Uh, and then it was a secret at the end. And you genuinely were like, oh my God, it's fucking, it's Mr. Pym. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pym. And, and um, Michael Douglas does come back. He comes back. Mm. The voice, the role does really well, plays an evil Hank Pym. So basically Hope um, is, is killed in action. Um, as an agent, and he's got, and obviously it plays this kind of rivalry between Pym Tech and Shield and Stark Industries. There's this kind of hate around Shield from Pym um, and Pym Tech as well. Why they're there, it, it, the the Shield, the Avengers Initiative, all of that was built through a, a place of revenge and hatred. God, it would have been such a good plot line to play in a live action movie for mm. 90 to 120 minutes. That's all we needed. Like it would have been great, and I, I think Michael Douglas is, and I'm going to say this now, is one of the great actors of our time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he would have absolutely flipping nailed that in in real life. Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Like he can do he can do bad really well, um, and I think just seeing Hank Pym be fleshed out into something vastly different would have done so much for his character because because like imagine and i know it's a different universe and it's not related it's not earth 616 but like imagine if we saw that right that version of hank pym that kind of more depth to sort of like hope to even even um you know ant-man in their characters in this different universe and then we watch quantumania Mm. would we have liked his performance a little bit more in quantumania because in quantumania Hank Pym, I was just like, dude, dude, what, what is this? Why it's a caricature of himself, wasn't it? It's yeah, just a bit it really like was. fucking wild. Yeah. It's so half us. Um, I, yeah, I just, it just would have given so much more to the character, and it was really interesting. And what was nice to see is that they also didn't, they, they, they kept true to Edward Norton's um, 
uh, sequence where they're at the university. Ooh, I had to burp. I had to. I had to come out Ooh. there. I couldn't. I couldn't mute myself. It had to happen. Mid-flight. Yeah. <laughs> We're at the university, and we have the fight sequences with all the tanks and stuff. And when mm. Edward Norton's how Hulk hulks out and has a right go at them, that's good pop at them. Um, they keep that sequence in there, but it's just replaced with Mark Ruffalo's mm. Hulk, which I think is like fair play. Yeah, happy days. Let's 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 nip that in the bud now. Yeah, same universe, same thing happened. The pit, the image of him inflating as Hulk and then dying was mad. Mate, by the way, that was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. outrageous. Also, yeah. would would you you wouldn't you wouldn't like like explode into dust? Would you? No, that would no. be like green blood. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would that that make a hell of a mess. <laughs> but the um, that kind of links with one thing that so I saw um. One of the creative team must have been one of the writers. Uh, let's see if I can find a name quickly. Re- remind myself of a name. Um, might have been AC Bradley, the exec producer. Yes, AC Bradley, because um, she's also wrote it as well. Um, came out and said, uh, I believe, um, something to do with um, the. Putting what if on screen meant that um, they could achieve kind of like visually things that they couldn't achieve in live action. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't know. I kind of I get. I understand where she's coming from, but actually, so far in the four episodes, I don't think there's been anything as such that I've gone. They couldn't find a version of that to do visually in live action. You know, there's it would have to be done differently, but I don't think you know none of those set pieces. Mm. I could go all that. You could absolutely never achieve that in the CGI. Yes, it's CGI. So the, the, there's one thing in episode four I think that could only be effectively done through animation, which links quite should we go on to episode four i think we should i think we absolutely should because i think this is going to be the one that's going to be the most discussed what if <clears throat> dr strange you're not going to do the echo come on what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hand <laughs> <laughs> i mean you did is this what that is is this... Have I gone up pitch or down oh, pitch? I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Diminishing the episode by putting silly voices on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That was so echoey. <laughs> was it actually? So Ridiculous. Um, oh yes. So, Doctor Strange loses heart. Now... I'm gonna I'm gonna say why I didn't enjoy it, Matt. Okay, go on. I did not like this episode because um I'm actually genuinely quite shocked. I think of all the things that we've kind of disagreed on. Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, he's gonna love this episode. It's got everything. But, but okay. It, but it but it ha- it's it's but it, what has it got? It's got him facing the same day over and over again. We watched the same set piece over and over again. Yeah. He, because you know he's he's so emotional, but we've rushed through that. We've rushed through all of that because these are short episodes, and we've got to get to the end point. Yeah, fair play. So yeah. we've rushed through all of the you know 
the emotion is fucking like times 100 out of nowhere out the out the gates you're straight into it uh which is fair enough because you know if you've watched the films but you know you should be able to come into this brand new and and not not like that um ancient one pops in and out but no you know we don't you don't get the exposition of who who they are and 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 everything else mm-hmm. um we like the evil twin we get that in the actual marvel universe like the doctor multiverse of madness yeah we get it later is alluding it is is that so but but what if it's supposed to be things that we don't see at all right you get you've given a platform to provide me something brand new and you've given me a version of something that we actually do get later on anyway but that's playing into the golden thread isn't it that's the continuation of, of character development. That's literally what I was talking about Hank Pym. I was like, it would have been nice to see this of Hank Pym being bad and then maybe he could turn good again. But we like, haven't we haven't had that. No, we I, have no, had this. But don't you think that that gives more character development? No. The, no, the because it's what person. if. It's called what if. Not this happens. Here's, here's, a, here's a different version. Of, like, this is what's going to happen. He's got yeah. an evil twin, and that's what the next Doctor Strange is going to cover, isn't it, basically? He's going to yeah, cover this. At the this. time, we didn't know that, though, did we? We didn't know that. But the writers would have known. The, like, yeah, the, there's loads of other ways they could have finished that episode for me that did, wasn't evil twin. or, or, oh, or It was uh, filled with everything. It had, it had, I think, so, okay, so my thoughts is that I think this has got to be the the best or if i think there's two there's two very very great episodes in what if it's this one and it's the old what if ultron one i think the title is or something like that oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah uh this one i think from an animation standpoint is 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 brilliant it's fantastic mm. um and it's and it's got an incredible amount of work that's been put into it in terms of its animation and in terms of the effects, the way that they've used the kind of transitions in terms of all of the the creatures and stuff coming through and the way that they're used. It all, I mate, really appreciate it. I think in terms of the story, I think, yes, there's a lot going on and there's a lot to digest in this episode. You do have to watch it a few times, I think, um, in order to freely get all the Easter eggs and stuff. But mm. if you are a Doctor Strange fan, right, or if you understand that there are all these different oper- iterations of Doctor Strange, you've got um, you've got um, Defender Doctor Strange, you've got Supreme Doctor Strange, which is what the one that we saw. You've got Mephisto Doctor Strange as well that kind of played through as well in it. You've got our Doctor Strange. You've got so many, you know, so many different ones that were going to be played out, and I think it te- I think it teases really well mm. to Multiverse of Madness. I think it kind of plays through the concept of what multiverse madness was going to be, which I kind of hope that's what the writing team were kind of trying to do. But yeah, we do get the fact that he is this hopeless romantic and he's just trying desperately to bring back the person that he loves. Now, what's different in this universe of what we're watching, it's not 616. Okay, this is not 616 being played out into a different strand. This is a different universe. In mm. this universe, you've got, um, uh, uh, oh my God, I've immediately lost her name. Rachel McAdams' role. Yeah, Christine. Christine, thank you. Christine um, Christine and um, Doctor Strange, they're together, 
All right, they're in a relationship in this moment. Um, the, again, it's not a cardboard cutout of the movie, but the kind of mm. remnants are there. He, uh, in the original movie, is in a platonic past relationship with Christine. He invites her to this uh, dinner party, wherever it is. She declines. That's when he goes into his accident. And that's when he hurts his hand. And that's what drives the story forward. That's 616. In this one, they're in a relationship. They go to this dinner. He's actually being celebrated because he did this really amazing piece of surgery, which I can't remember what the name is, but I know what the procedure is, is where they take half of your brain out and they uh, replace it with stuff. All right. And that's just, that's as far as I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I know my medical stuff. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Um, so we've we've got similar strands play differently and their car crash is played very similar to the way that it happens but what we learn and this is what i love about it because it's about time travel this is about the universe this is about the multiverse so in order for us to understand it we need to understand the concept of time hmm. in the mcu and that's what this episode does so we are understood that christine's death in this universe is called an absolute point hmm. Right. An absolute point is something that is unchangeable, unmovable. It has to happen in this universe for anything to then further on. It has to happen. And if you try and change it, it doesn't matter. Things will just implode. That's what eventually happens to uh, our evil Doctor Strange in the end. Now, what we need to understand, who created these absolute points? Forrest, who created these absolute points? Loki. Kang. <laughs> Welcome to Toby Hero Podcast, everybody. We are two Woo. just everyday guys. Everyday people uh, doing year. everyday things. Kang. I knew it was gonna Kang. be Loki or Kang. Loki or Kang. We've got we've got we've got all these kangs that are holding our timelines that are creating all the, the sacred mm. timeline and keeping everything in check. So a version of Kang on this have we you know our kangs create absolute points, mm. right? And the absolute points are there to sustain and to create stability in the sacred timeline, right? Mm. So you think about it in that regard. So we've got all these and, and the other thing is is that all these different kangs in different universes create mm. different absolute points. So, because Christine isn't mm. dead in our one. No. She doesn't have to die in our one, right? And this one, she has to. So there's different absolute points. Uncle Ben's death, which I no doubt is going to be an absolute point in mm. Across the Multiverse. Yeah, when we go and watch Spider-Man, the animated one, that's an Ooh, absolute point. Lovely. The death of Uncle Ben or the death of somebody that you deeply love mm. close to you. So in, you know, in our 616, Spider-Man wasn't Uncle Ben. It was... Um, Oh my god! I can't remember names when I'm trying to think of something, and I'm on a roll. I then lose my flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aunt May, okay. Aunt May's death, um, in six one six. Um, so you've got these different points, and they have to be played out, right? I think for me, that's that's an incredible kind of point of concept, and that is that is what we're playing out. In the multiverse of madness, we're going, these things have to happen because of this da, 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 X, Y, Z, right? And the person that's put that in play is Kang, okay? So we've got the other thing. Oh, my God. See, this is the other thing. Like, there's so much that happens. 
when he absorbs all these powers, mm. all right, he's got to absorb the power so he can be strong enough to try and take away uh, reverse time and make sure Christine comes back. All right. What he does do is that he absorbs um, all these different creatures. You've got a version of Mephisto, I think, in there, or there's people say there's a few versions of Mephisto in there. There is also a third eye of Agamotto as well, which is irrelevant to then what moves forward with Multiverse of Madness. Now, the Vishanti are elder gods. Now, an elder god is also Gorag, which is that tentacle thing that was in the first episode with Captain Carter and Doctor Strange's uh, episode in episode four. So mm. the, the, that octopus-looking thing is yeah. Gorag, which we then meet in Multiverse of Madness. And that's considered to be an Elder God. The Vashanti are three people that are also considered to be Elder Gods, one of which is Agamotto, who has the third eye, and that's how he gets it later. It always just, It's all these little details in episode four for me that I just absolutely adore. And I've, and I, I've watched it four times now mm. and i'm seeing new things even when i just watched it now i was like oh my god i'm seeing that even the dark timeline right so in endgame um i keep forgetting her name and tilda swinton's character honestly i f- i feel like i feel like <laughs> so I, am, <laughs> I am doing my math gcse all over again mate I... But is, is this why you don't enjoy it? <laughs> Probably, mate. Doctor Strange isn't isn't a particular favourite of mine anyway in regards to the Avengers. But probably because I'm not getting any of that. <laughs> I'm far too surface level to be, to, to, be, to be invested in. Are you on about the ancient one, by the way? Yeah, I've just realised that. I mean, I must have spoke for about ten minutes there without without even breathing because I'm just so desperate to get everything out. You, Forrest, the whole time <laughs> was like looking in the distance, mate. You're you're. I feel like, you know the you know else. you know the monkey with the symbol. And it, <laughs> that was lit. That's literally been my brain for the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and, and then the siblings of Kibla Falavalaga. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made no sense just then. Well. Well, well, but like, well, I just uh, had to say it all because it's, it's just it's just really clever. It is. It is. Uh, it is clever. It's really clever. <laughs> it's clever. It is amazing. And the bomb bit. So I did put. <laughs> I did put amazing. What can be done with animation? And there, I did have a really really uh, a bit that I liked which was when Christine um, comes back to life and uh, and then so Doctor Strange evil Doctor Strange um, or no normal Doctor Strange is inhibited like inhibits evil Doctor Strange other Mm -hmm. way around Um, and then um, basically Christine rises from the dead and we see the car come back up and like the goat her soul right is in the middle of the car and then, and then she can't. <clears throat> now that was a moment that I was like, you could not recreate that in in, in live action. That's true. The other thing is going back to the dark timeline. Um, when they all disappear, you can see that kind of like black, sort of like bubbly gold, whatever it is, kind of like disappear from people. Mm. As uh, that's something that I think you could never really achieve with 
um, visual effects. So that's something in terms of the way that it was played, it was very kind of like, um, you know, into the Spider-Verse kind of like kind of comic book strippy kind of disappearing. Mm. But um, we need to talk about that, the dark timeline. Now that was mentioned by the ancient one in Endgame to Bruce Banner when Bruce Banner, you know, we got like, like chest punched and his soul detached from his body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. During that bit, they, she talks about the, the dark timeline and this, this actual eventuality. So the, the fact that Dr. Strange you know, will could create something like this in where the universe implodes on itself. Mm. And these dark timelines and dark and dark people could just come and just, just obliterate your timeline. And that's effectively what we see then get played out. So, you know, it, it was teased to us in Endgame. We just thought, thought of it as a concept. And like we say, this is what this show is for. We see it get played out in this story. And it's like mad, like it, and it happens instantly as well. The moment he revives Christine, the whole universe and the whole world just kind of implodes in him. Blah, 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 and he tries mm. to protect it with his spells, but he can't. And it's it's what I love about this is that our hero dies mm. effectively. It is a sad, it's a morbid, low key kind of like tame end. Like it just it ends, it ends. And we get interaction from with the Watcher. Yeah. So the Watcher, because all through, so uh, again, I'll say, never seen this series. So in the first episode, first two minutes, I was like, right, the Watcher has to start getting involved in episodes. Because yeah. you do not make a character that big from the minute go that you've never seen before. Yeah. Unless they are going to be like, you know, de detrimental to something. Now, I still have not seen the next five episodes but I've got a sneaky feeling we're going to see more of the Watcher getting involved in certain stories. We are. And and you know what? We So in the from episode one to four, uh, episode one and two, we sort of see just a kind of outline, transparent version of the Watcher. We only see his glowing eyes. And we see more of him as these episodes go along. And that last episode in episode four was the first time we saw him mm. in his complete outfit. Yeah. Now, and, and that was another thing, right? So I, I, and this, I think you've got to go back, back and rewatch these wives. I think mm -hmm. they're so short, but so rich. So I didn't realize until we got to the world lost its mightiest heroes, right? And you got Colson driving across the desert, and then you could see the water in the background. But yeah. honest to God, that shit me up at first because I didn't, re I'd not seen the Watcher in the background at any scene up to then, and I, so I just saw him driving. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was could like, you, "Could you imagine?" It's mad if they put like silhouettes of the Watcher in now edit versions that like, they go back to like the Iron Man movie oh. and they go to like the first Thor, and then they just kind of just get little silhouettes of the watcher just watching in the background and stuff yeah, do you yeah. think they could do that oh, be amazing. that'd mean, be pretty cool it would easter be, eggs it would be amazing like there's loads of little pla little places there but where uh, uh, mm, do we find out more about the watcher in the next five episodes or not we, do we, we find do. out more yeah we okay. have we have we have a little narrative that gets played out towards the end because where my only my my thing right now would be where, where is, is where, but also, where does where does the Watcher align in regards to Kang? Right. Who's got more power? Because it yeah. seems to me the Watcher's got more power, right? So I'm intrigued. They, they, I, I get the sense that they work as like the time variant authority. You know, not not the, not those people. The um, they're, they're timekeepers. Timekeepers. Thank you. Um, 
so they're kind of on that level but like this is the thing uh, like the okay. reason why dr strange could hear the watchers because he absorbed all these powers mm. and he was working on a level of a god like that on an entity yeah, yeah. like that so he can actually see them and, and seek them out and stuff um we have some awesome things that play on later in the series and so i'm looking forward to you to watch one particular episode that is pretty flipping gnarly can't wait mate yeah um yeah overall it's really great watch they're in bite-sized kind of uh watchable chunks i as any mcu fan would i would absolutely recommend this in terms of watching it um there are certain gripes but they're total they're really tiny i'm just really really, i'm just really just enjoying it and you're not you're not you don't have to worry about any implications in in your in your universe which is great yeah thoroughly agree absolutely loving life at the moment um and yeah zombies next which i'm a massive zombies fan so yeah we'll talk about animation then that would be interesting to see what your thoughts are in terms of regards to how they do that um Mm. with with animation and stuff but like there was some (laughs) i think they did it deliberately because this is a famous comic actually that happened uh with the avengers that become zombies effectively um so there was no reason why they shouldn't have done this episode so it you know it made sense um but yeah mate the episode five six seven eight nine this is going to be next week dear listener um Mm. let us know what you think of this series we do want to know i think what we'll do as well next week we'll probably talk about the upcoming next series of what if and what kind of news is being released and when that might be coming out as well um i think there's a new superhero that's being introduced as well in the next series of what if i think there's oh, one wow. nice um uh, so we'll talk about that but yeah do give us an email don't be here at podcast at gmail.com or just give us a message on instagram um guys like it, we're just absolutely loving the interaction we 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 are mostly engaged in instagram just so you know so we do have a tiktok we do have a facebook but we're mostly on the instagram most days um so do just keep on tabs with us get in get in contact give us a message also i think in terms of um moving forward i just want to do some shout outs Ooh. and just do some comments um oh, yeah. let's do that let's do it um uh we need to find a we need to find a date by the way to go and see across the universe um, yes we do we put definitely. out a, a reel from our last week's episode when we talk about monthly news about across the universe and there's so much to talk about it has apparently become the the highest grossing um animation in its first week something like that like so over 200 million box office worldwide um we have put a question out on our reel uh would you recommend seeing across the spider-verse uh 94 percent said go and see it and only six which is one vote one (laughs) vote trash which i can only imagine is a troll um <laughs> um but we did get a comment and we got a comment from kevin 27 world says it's super fire and better the second time seeing it can't wait to go see it a third time that's nuts mate that's, that's absolutely more, more so because i'm like how can you afford that <laughs> cinema process outrageous um but yes my we're gonna go and see that um, and I'm also going with Safe to see The Little Mermaid. So you see uh, the, the two differences that I have in, in films that I'm going to see. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> and uh, just to give you a spice of, of my post-birthday uh, life, Matt, uh, yeah. I had to sit through the old uh, Little Mermaid and Little Mermaid 3. We didn't even get to watch 
this the second one. So skipped Wait, it and we went straight to Little Mermaid three. There's a third um, one. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, and it follows Ariel as as a younger as a younger girl trying to make her way through the the life of mermaidism. That is um, mad. Oh, it is bollocks. That's what it is. But um, yeah, it exists. Crazy, mate. crazy. Your right. your interest was so weak just then, Matt. Mate, was it? That, was, that could not appear. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really care about uh, Little Mermaid. Yeah, little, yeah. little who? Sorry, I thought this was a podcast about cool things. Do you, want, do you want a bit of fan fiction? Go on then. <laughs> Good Christ, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find myself a bit of what if. Yeah. Oh, hit me. What yeah. if fan fiction? Oh yeah. Fan fiction. Get the fan fiction. Fan fiction. Right. Can I? Can I? While you're doing that. So this sound effect is called tank. What could that possibly mean? What? Right. What's this sound like? Oh, oh! It just sounds like you're you're like talking through a radio. Oh, does it? Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Off. That's weird. Boom. Close. Happy days. Okay, cool. I found. <laughs> okay, I have found a poem. Mm. All right, it's not what if related, but it is related to a certain hero that we didn't talk about, but was briefly in. Uh, I think it was episode two, um, no three, which is Loki. Um, so this is a short poem by Dark Lady Sethra. Um, <laughs> I love these names. They're so good. And it says, another short poem about Loki from the Marvel movie Avengers, two th- brackets 2012, uh, from uh, just a small scene of him and maybe some of his justifications or reasons for what he is doing. Okay. Are you ready? I Always, mate. He stands atop the city and with emerald eyes surveys the land. His mind teems with twisted thoughts, a plan of chaos, for truth withheld from his mind, and brother's love, though untrue. And with bridge broken fell through the stars, the silence drove him mad. His rescuers took him and remoulded his mind and purpose. They wanted power. His was revenge. And with these excuses, a mortal world came under attack. Insane. I never wow. have to go to the National Theatre ever again. Like, that, I mean, that was uh, that was a fifty-pound David Tennant performance right there, mate. That was you inhabited the the character. Um, yeah, just. Do you, do you know what? A bit of Patreon content here, okay, dear listener. If you want to sign up to our Patreon, I'll tell you what I will do. Oh. I will do. A full-on comic book Marvel audio book for you. Oh, my God. I will do it. I will oh, do it. I love that. You've just got to sign up to the Patreon. Deal. <laughs> not yours. I thought your face was about to break it up, mate. Oh, my God. 
just get me on it. We've got to end this oh, now. Oh, that is. Oh, God. That's, right. that, but that's how beautiful your, your speech was. This, that's the sentence. I want this to be the last time we do this at night time. Oh, it is. Yes. We're going to do morning, <laughs> weekend ones from now on, mate. That's happening. I should really hope yeah. so. Right, yeah. dear listener, thank you for sticking around as per freaking user. We appreciate the heck out of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Honestly, we really do appreciate it. Um, me and Forrest are talking about it on your birthday, mate. Friday night, how flipping awesome it is that we have you in now our second year still listening. So we hear you. We see you. <laughs> oh, God, I hate, I hate that phrase. Why did I say it? I felt like Holly Willoughby then. Did you hear a rant oh, um, this morning? Christ. Absolutely oh, awful. Outrageous. Cringed out of my butthole, mate. Outrageous. Anyway. Oh, are you feeling all right? Oh, are you all right? Are you I'm, all right? I'm, f- I'm fine, home. mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I was all right. I was all right. Stop. Could you stop looking at me? Oh, dear, oh fuck my God. <laughs> yeah. Just tell me how Lee Lee in America's got the biggest cock in the world, please. That's all I want to watch this show for. Thank you very much. <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, <laughs> good night, Lee from America, with your big cock. And we'll, we'll see you. On, we'll see you on the flippity. Bye, listener. Love you. Bye now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.